Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, everybody, this is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to Aging is Optional Radio. Here's the real mystery. How do adults like us, who maybe haven't taken the best care of ourselves throughout the years, but want to live long and healthy lives, how do we make changes to our lifestyle that will have a direct impact on our longevity so we can participate and enjoy our lives for much longer than we ever imagined? That's the burning question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mark Lindheimer, and welcome to Aging is Optional Radio. Hey, everybody. I would like to welcome my longtime friend, Suzanne Staver, to Aging is Optional Radio. Welcome, Suzanne. Thank you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Um, we've known each other since high school, and uh, we were just talking about that before I started recording um, hard to believe our 40th high school reunion is coming up next week or week after. Mm-hmm. Kind of incredible. Are we that old? I don't know. I guess we are. <laughs> well, you know what? We're baby boomers. And, um, you know, you are uh, a, a real example. You're a great mom and wife and, you know, you're a great friend. I've known you for so long. And, and um, I love what you've accomplished. You know, I think it's amazing, you know, this, this brand that you've created, this, uh, this message that you've created to baby boomers um, and anybody really, but, uh, you know, Ad- Adventures of Empty Nesters is your, is your website, your blog. Um, it's doing fantastic. Um, you know, you've accomplished so much in about four years time. And, uh, you know, I really want to share your story uh, with my audience, you know, talk about your experience, what you've been through in creating this. I mean, you are a social media influencer. Um, I know it's probably weird to hear that, but you know, you are. And so I think it's great to, uh, to dig down into your story. Uh, you know, the process you've gone through and I'm really excited to welcome you Suzanne to the podcast. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here and happy to talk about these types of things because I want more people to be involved in listening to podcasts and reading blogs and understanding this whole, I do air quotes, influencer thing because it's a big word. I hear it a lot now. And I think that confuses people sometimes. Sure. Well, you know, uh, let's talk about your journey. You know, it's important to know how you got to this point. And, um, you know, uh, I'm always fascinated by, 
you know, people who create great brands, you know, what they go through. I mean, we know where you are at this point in time, but you go through a lot in order to get there. And of course, I'm building a brand as well, and I'm in the very uh, early part. So I'm genuinely curious, curious about this journey that you've traveled to get here today. So why don't we do this? Tell us a little bit about your background, where you live, your family, the blog, that type of stuff. Okay. Let's start there. Okay. I'm Suzanne, and I live in Pasadena, California. I have a husband that I will be married to for 35 years this year, which is pretty Congratulations. awesome. Congratulations. married when I was two years old. Um, I have two <laughs> grown children, Alexandra, who's 31, who got married in October, who lives with her husband in Seattle. And I have a son, Nicholas, and he has a fiance, Kylie, who live in San Francisco, and they'll be married next October. All three of us, all three couples will be married in October. So the Stavert family has good luck in the month of October, as it turns out. Um, That's amazing. Yeah, it is. And, and they are my greatest accomplishment. So that in itself is, we could close the book right there because I adore my family and I'm very proud of them. So interestingly enough, though, if you tie family into Adventures of Empty Nesters, what happens to a lot of us when our children, quote, leave the nest, which is around when they're 18 years old or so, some people longer, um, but they go away and your home is quiet and you've spent 18 years, you know, devoting yourself to these children. And then all of a sudden, poof, they're gone. And no one really prepares you for that. And unfortunately, I was ill prepared for it because I kept thinking, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. And it wasn't for me. And I was kind of lost, to be honest. Um, and so this idea came to me about a year into being an empty nester. And that was to really write about my feelings as being an empty nester and how hard it was and the good parts and the rough parts. And that's how it actually began. And what happened though is, you know, you don't know how life's going to take you or where the sails of that sailboat are going to going that wind or what direction you're going to go. But I started writing about the travels of my husband and myself. He was gone and it turns out, well, either I was going to go, with him, or I was going to stay home by myself. So I started traveling with him a lot more. We'd always traveled, but with the kids, you don't travel as much, but hey, I should tell you all potential empty nesters, you can travel when your kids are gone because you have a lot more time. So I started writing about it, and then I was discovered as a pretty good writer, I guess, and brands started asking me to come on their trips or look at their products, and now I travel literally around the world. I write about wonderful tours that are around the world. I write about products. I write for their blogs. I write for travel sites, international travel sites, international travel magazines. And I'm now doing podcasts and YouTube shows and sharing this wealth of information I've gathered over the last five years because I've learned a whole bunch. That's amazing. That is amazing. I just love your story. And I've, of course, followed it from the beginning. And, and uh, you know, I was one of your early subscribers. I was always impressed with the way you were able to bring your, your story to the page and, you know, uh, help, help us understand what you're going through, but also this amazing life you've created. And, you know, being a luxury travel blogger and food blogger, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, people out there doing that, you know, mm -hmm. and so, I want to take a step back, though. Okay. I want to know 
I want to know from you the first time, the first time that you fell in love, like you knew you fell in love with traveling. Wow, that gave me the chills. When I fell in love with travel, it was quite a long time ago, actually. I started traveling when I was about 18 and I went with a girlfriend. I loved the freedom of it and the freedom at the time of being away from my family. But (laughs) what I discovered when you go to new places is this world is big, but it's small because you, you can actually get to know people where they live in their little town. And I think absolutely everyone should be traveling because there's a big world out there. And it's not just about the USA or just about their own country. It's about this whole global perspective And that's when I fell in love with it, when I realized that I could sit next to someone from another country, might not even be able to speak their language, but we had, you know, equal smiles at each other or, you know, we pointed at menus at the same time because we weren't sure. And I love that, that feeling of adventure, as corny as that sound, it's that adventurous thing that I discovered way back then. What a gift. Mm. Uh, What a gift. I, I, I felt the same thing. And you know, of course, we carried that on to our children, right? They traveled mm-hmm. extensively, even on their own at very young ages. And it's incredible the, the freedom um, mm-hmm. it gave them, but also the appreciation for what we have here in America. You know, yes. it's, uh, it's, it's not just a little bubble we live in, but it no. also gives us a, a great no. feel for, for what we have. And, and it gives me great gratitude. And I love that you translate through your writing that feeling. Well, thank you. I try to... I'm a very transparent writer, as it turns out. I like, I really just share my feelings and you either like it or you don't. It's, it's real. If you come on to Adventures of Empty Nesters, you really know who I am as a human, as a person, um, because I really am honest. I'm honest about the destinations. I'm honest about what I do. And I think that's why brands gravitate towards me is because I have that authentic point of view And I also have a consumer's point of view because I'm not a brand telling you, hey, I'm great. You should come use my product. I'm Suzanne telling you this travel company is amazing for these reasons from inside this tour. And I love that. I think it's a great way to market um, your travel business, actually. Yeah, it is amazing. So let's let's talk a little bit about the brand. Okay. And you've already shared a little bit about, you know, what got you there, what that, you know, that kind of uh, realization, that sudden realization that you were now an empty nester and your family is so important to you and especially your children. Um, What did that do to you? Like really take me back to that point in time, you know, tell me how you felt. It was a rebuilding phase. I mean, you're, you're asking me to like, show some layers here, but um, it was a rebuilding and that, but I also realized that I was in charge of my own happiness. And I read on forums, like on Facebook and different places of very unhappy empty nesters that are sad and crying and miserable. And I feel so bad for them. But what I want to convey to them is there is something on, there is a rainbow on the other side. And that you have to be in control of your own happiness. I can't rely on my children. I can't rely on my husband to make me happy. Suzanne has to make herself happy. And I think that's really critical. You can't wait 
for someone to come along and save you. I pretty much had to save myself. And I recommend that to other people because, you know, I'm, I'm still in the prime of my life. I have a long way to go. And for me to be unhappy for this second half of life would be a real shame. Yeah, I, I could, uh, could really feel your emotion there as far as that, uh, that experience you were going through and also connecting with the people, you know, that you saw going through the same thing and you still see today people mm-hmm. going through the same thing. Um, so, so, I mean, you don't just pick up, you know, uh, 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 you know, a word document or, uh, and start writing, right. No. You know, no. what made you decide to, you know, use blogging as your platform? Cause there's a lot of platforms, maybe four years mm-hmm. ago, there weren't quite as many, but there certainly mm-hmm. is video YouTube channels. There is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, podcasting, certainly my, my preferred format. There is, you know, writing and blogging, you know, tell, tell me about, you know, what made you decide to start that podcast or sorry, start the blog and use this, this brand, uh, you know, adventures of empty nesters as your vehicle. That's a really good question, Mark. I think I had some sort of intuition that social media was going somewhere. This is really, I mean, Facebook, we were just all starting on Facebook. Um, I don't even know if Instagram had quite take, you know, gotten legs at that point. I had an intuition that this would be a great way to share my story. And I really, my goal was to share it with as many people as possible. And I felt like a blog was the best vehicle for me to do that. And so I've spent a lot of time building this audience, literally person by person, brick by brick, There's no fake audience anywhere. It's just me connecting with one person and then the next and and the next. And um, I think that it's important that you take your time when you're trying to build something because you can't rush to the end. Like if you had asked me five years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing now, there's no way I could have told you this would have happened. I think you right. also have to be a flexible person because you, you know, sometimes things are successful. Sometimes they're not. I mean, I've done things that haven't been successful. Everybody has, but I think you have to be willing to fail in order to succeed because frankly, I think I've learned the most about tough times than I have about the good times because it really makes you kind of pause and, and think about things. But I think blogging is a great way. I I heard years ago that blogging was dead. I don't believe blogging is dead. I do believe, though, now it's become part of who I am because I do a lot more video. In fact, I just actually filmed a video for Colette Travel all about Iceland. Both Craig and I were flown there, and it was a magical experience. But through this visual now, um, I'm able to do more things, I think. And so uh, video is definitely a, a way I'm going to go, but I, I still, I will still continue to write, but just add on more things to share my story. Oh, that's great. Well, I, I got to follow you on Instagram throughout that, that Iceland trip. It's really incredible um, what you were able to, you know, be brought to by, by somebody who discovered your, you know, your words. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great story. So, the blog itself, you know, you talked earlier about inspiring people, telling people that there is more, there is other things. I mean, really, what is your overall goal? What do you want to accomplish 
you know, long-term with the blog? Mm. I'm in the process actually of, I'm going to, I'm going to say renovate the website. Actually, I'm going to take Mm -hmm. it to another level and add some more things to it to give people more to see and more to learn from. Um, You know, I'm going to continue writing. I'm going to continue representing brands. I really like to focus on being a travel ambassador, which is in addition to being a travel influencer, I'm influencing people on where they can go next and itineraries and ideas and, you know, actual authentic experiences that I can share with them so they can make a decision. But I'd like to connect with brands that, that resonate with me and then therefore will resonate with my audience. And I think I can have a connection with people instead of, you know, opening up a magazine and seeing a famous person. I'm certainly not famous, but to have a real person who's had a real experience with a product. Um, being a travel ambassador is really, you know, a brand ambassador rather is really at the top of my list um, and doing a lot more videos, sharing people, sharing with people, actual locations and actually going inside things. I had a lot of fun doing a behind the scenes video on our making of the video because it's like, I've never Mm -hmm. seen someone make a travel video like that. And I, and other people found it super interesting. So those are the kinds of things that I'd like to do with adventures of empty nesters and try to reach, you know, more people and more people. I get very excited when someone I've never heard of reaches out to me and asks me a question or someone from another country, I'm realizing that I'm actually touching people everywhere, which is so cool. Yeah. yeah it's, it really is remarkable when you start to realize your reach yeah. and um, it's, uh, it's humbling, <clears throat> you know, it's really humbling because uh, you never know how they find you. There's mm-hmm. no way of knowing. And no, uh, unless you have a conversation with them or they send you an email, I'm sure you get a lot of feedback. So, one other question I had was, you know, uh, when, you, when, you, when you're getting started, what were your biggest challenges or what was, you know, the challenge that you faced um, as far as, you know, launching the blog? Wow. I had a lot of them because I was really starting at ground zero because I really didn't know anything about SEO. I didn't know anything about um, the actual behind the scenes of a blog, you know, there's a lot of things that are in the back that you can um, trigger when you write in order to get it out there to Google and people will Google. It sounds really complicated, but it's, it's a slow process. You just don't build an audience overnight. You have to learn these things, you know, just a little bit at a time. I would say the social media part is a big challenge for me because I kind of feel like an octopus. There's Facebook over here, and then you have Instagram, and then you have Twitter, and then you have, you know, it's, there's so many things, and then they change the rules. We're going along, going along, everything was fine, and now they change the rules, and then they don't even make a rule book. So that, to me, is the biggest challenge, to try to stay ahead of it, to do the very best I can to, to keep up with all of the social media uh, rules and um, different idiosyncrasies. Um, right. that go along with them. Do you find that too, Mark? Cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. There's a lot of different uh, platform issues and challenges that come along with, with this process of getting your message out. And, uh, you know, I can totally understand, you know, where you were starting from, right? You had no idea how to construct. You could put the words on paper, but 
to construct something that would get out to your audience through the platform of blogging is a, is a bit of a learning curve. But I also want to know, like, back when you were getting started, what was that inner voice telling you? Did you have any fears or doubts? Oh, no. Yes, of course I did. I had lots of them. I'm like, who do you think? Uh, yes, because here's the other part of, of, of my challenge is that really before I knew other bloggers, nobody I know does what I do. So they think it's super easy, and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had no one to talk to. I had no one to you know share information with. Thank goodness you knew about social media because, honestly, I had nobody to talk to about it. Um, but honestly, I, now I have friends in the blogging world who are great and are super support supportive, which I really, really appreciate because everyone has a different experience. But prior to that, I had absolutely no one. And, you know, I was taking it pretty darn seriously and other people really weren't. And I had this feeling like I had to prove to them that I had value and, and my blog was valuable and, then I suddenly realized it doesn't matter what other people think. It matters what I think and how I feel about it. And if I feel, find value in it, which I do, obviously. That's, that's, I mean, that's a great point because whenever we do something like this, you know, you've got the technical struggles or the challenges. You've got, you know, a, a lack of experience, if you will. And then you've got, you know, you know, I really – I don't know if anybody's going to want to hear what I have to say. Right. I'm, Mm -hmm. you know, and then there's that whole fear. Will I be judged by people? At least that's what Mm -hmm. I went through. You know, Mm -hmm. are people going to judge me? Are they going to listen to my words and go, this guy's an idiot. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, there's something to be said for having haters, but you know, it it really, you know, that's that inner voice, that ego saying, Oh, you'll never be good at this. Mm -hmm. And I, I went through that, you know, you, you broke through any kind of issues you had as far as the technology you know, the, the, the lack of a peer group that were doing what you were doing, you sought that out through your process. And I love what you said that I'm going to, you know, I'm going to succeed. I'm going to show them how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. That is powerful. And you're not only doing that from the standpoint of what you've built, but also from the message you're sending to empty nesters, like you can do this. You don't have to sit alone and be sad and feel sorry for yourself. You know, you're in charge of your own feelings. Mm-hmm. And um, no matter what anybody says, you can seek out adventure, whether it's, you know, at the local park or at your church or traveling to, you know, we're going on vacation to Oklahoma. Like we're Ooh. driving from Dallas to Oklahoma for our vacation, but that's an adventure for us. We're excited Absolutely. about it. We're looking forward to it. Absolutely. You know, and uh, it, it, so, so inspiring people to do that is, is huge. And, you know, overcoming those fears and doubts is really a big step for anybody that decides to put their message out there. I'm really proud of what you've accomplished from that perspective. Thank you. You know, I, I really do hope that everyone finds adventure. And I don't mean bungee jumping or, you know, deep sea diving. I mean, step out of your comfort zone, find something you want to see or do and do it. And yeah. vacation, by the way, does not have to be global to be a vacation. It can be in your own in your own backyard. You know, not everyone has the money to travel around the world. There are plenty right. of beautiful places to see in the United States that you can drive to. There's even, I bet you there's a museum in your own town that you've never been to. And right. that doesn't cost right. a thing. And I yeah. just want people to know that there's a big world out there and they should go get it. 
That's so awesome. So <clears throat> is there, is it, was there any point in the process when you, you were looking at what you were doing, you just said, I, I don't know if I can do this. Like, did you have, <laughs> tell me about that. Tell me about like that one time where you really thought I, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to drop this. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna, I, I hate to use that, that four letter word job, but like, did you, what was it like at that point where you really had to make that, that final decision? I'm either going to do this or I'm not. Well, you know, I don't know if I cut, got quite there, but I'll tell you what I did. I did reach out to someone who now does work with me, who's, her name is Lindsay Brownson, and she's incredible. I, would, I call her my business therapist, but I don't think you can be called a therapist. She's more of a creative manager. But um, having someone to talk to is, is really vital. But um, aside from that, I'll tell you what I did do, is I made a list of all the things that I had accomplished with the blog. Instead of focusing on what wasn't working and what I was having trouble with or being discouraged by, I literally made a list from day one. I called it the good things list or something like that. And so I just wrote every single thing down and it was a pretty long list. And maybe I made money doing it. Maybe I didn't make money doing it, but it was an accomplishment nevertheless. And that is what got me over the hump mark. I realized, that, awesome. well, that had to make a difference because that company wanted to work with me and that one did. They didn't just, that wasn't an accident. And I had to really tell myself that. And uh, so I did. And I'm really happy that I continued because this, this whole thing is growing. And I don't think we've even seen everything that uh, Adventures of Empty Nesters can do yet. That is awesome. Um, you know, everybody kind of hits that wall. You know, we come up against that wall and we got to decide, right? You know, how important is it, you know, and, and it really takes, um, you know, inner strength mm -hmm. to move through it. And I love how you used an analytical approach. And that was, you know, maybe that came from you. Maybe Lindsay made that suggestion. But, you know, it's, uh, it's awesome that you did it because really when you think about it, it is pretty impressive. Um, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in that process, too, or how long mm -hmm. into it you are. There's always mm -hmm. that doubt. And, um, you know, to, to use a, a very practical approach, you know, a Ben Franklin, right? Yeah. The plus and minus, exactly. uh, you know, technique to decide, you know, and really when you look at it, the pluses, uh, you know, far outweigh the negatives in, in, in your experience. So when you see it on paper, it, it helps. No, it does. It does. And I'm really glad that I persevered because it means a lot to me. Um, I just now I'm finishing the final touches on having Adventures of Empty Nesters actually be a registered trademark, which is not an easy thing to do. And I am super proud of that. And so it's like, hey, I am now going to be a trademark. So um, I have to continue this. And, um, oh. you know, and, and I go back to the fact, Mark, that I had no one else. It was just me. So when you're mm -hmm. making decisions, you don't have a board of directors, you don't have managers, you don't have other people, it's just me. Right. And um, that can be pretty tough sometimes. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, that's part of being a, an entrepreneur, a brand, mm -hmm. you know, an yeah. individual brand. And it's great that you're taking the business steps to, to accomplish that. And you know, I love how you explained that, you know, that wall you hit, but also the epiphany that you had, you know, that like, I'm doing this, I really am, right? Yes. The doubts had started to seep in, you're questioning yourself, and then you do that, that, you know, piece of paper with the line down the middle, and you're mm -hmm. like, wow, you know, I really am mm -hmm. doing this. And mm -hmm. sometimes we need to 
reinforce that in ourselves, you know, uh, because, you know, life is busy and we may not have that, you know, that cheerleader riding along the way with us all the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've sure appreciated your support through the years. I mean, you've, you always had a, a happy thing to say and a supportive thing to say, and you're always there liking and leaving comments and those kind of things mean a lot. So I really do appreciate what you've done for me. Uh, we're all in this together for sure. Yeah. So um, let's see. And I, I wanted to kind of get into, you know, like your, your achievements and, and your process, right? You know, you're, you know, what are the top things that you've accomplished? And you kind of gave a little bit of that list. Um, and then how often do you actually publish? You know, do you have any sense of how many, you know, readers or fans you have? Have you, have you looked at that? You know, have you looked at your reach in terms of analytically realizing what you have accomplished? Well, I have, and it, it actually gets bigger based on the relationships I've built with other midlife travel bloggers. My reach on any given day could be over a half a million people. And that is because that's not my blog numbers. Um, but by the time all the people I know share what I have, it can easily do that on any given day, which is really right. mind boggling considering I'm just me. Um, I, I think when I started getting invited to these international trips, I think that's when I was like, okay, this is, this is rolling. This is happening. Mm -hmm. I went to, you know, Japan and Iceland and Italy twice. And with Viking cruises down, down the um, Elbe river from Berlin to Prague, which was insane. I was in Europe for a month last year and it sounds so, you know, pat yourself on the back, but it, it is a huge accomplishment and I am honored to represent these bland, these brands and what they do for people because what's fun is that I, I start these conversations with people. So many other people have taken cruises or they've been to Japan or they've been to Iceland and they want to share their story too. So it's people do want to share what they've done because that's part of the whole travel experience is this sharing of the adventure. I don't mean necessarily on a blog or in a magazine or something like that. I'm actually writing for um, a magazine in the UK called Silver Traveler for the more mature traveler. And to see my face actually on a piece of paper that's in a magazine was like, ah, I absolutely loved it. I was honored to be a part of it. And it was like, okay, this is all going the direction that I, that I wanted it to go. And I look forward to doing it more and more um, along the way, but there's, it's very fun when you, when you do touch people's lives that you've never met before. It's just, it just really makes you feel like you're really making a difference. That's awesome. So how has this experience changed you? How has it transformed you personally? Mm. That's interesting. Uh, how's it changed me? It's probably given me a little more confidence. I think, you know, I don't know if it's different for men or for women as they get older, but um, I don't know. I don't know that we all have as much confidence as we had when we were younger. And I think it does, you know, from an intellectual standpoint, it does make me um, understand that I know a lot of different things and that I can share them and I have value. 
Um, I also like the fact that I'm meeting so many new people. This has allowed me to meet people I never would have met. I mean, I'm out in the world. Normally at this time in your life, you're kind of slowing down. I have lots of friends who are playing golf and going to lunch and, and having a blast. And I'm having a blast you know, getting up at six in the morning in Iceland and it's freezing to death and the wind's blowing sideways and they look at me like, what are you doing? But I just think it's a, so much fun. And I think that has changed me. I think that I look for fun. I really look for the adventurous things um, in a story or in a particular travel. I just recently went to North Dakota, South Dakota, and Wyoming. Well, that is not typically going to be on my travel itinerary, but I really pride myself in having an eclectic travel schedule because there's plenty of lovely things to see that are here in the United States that aren't as glamorous as going to Europe or something like that. And I was blown away by the landscape of North and South Dakota and Wyoming. It was absolutely beautiful. And I think it's a mistake for the luxury travel people like me to, to look their, down their nose at areas like that because it was incredible. So it's made, oh, me, that's great. made me more open-minded, I would say. That is great. Okay. What's on the horizon? I know you said you're, you're updating the, the site. Uh, you've got you know, maybe some trips planned. What, what can you share with us that's on the horizon for uh, Suzanne and besides wedding, uh, you know, <laughs> adventures of empty nesters and your brand. Hmm. Well, let's see. I would say the, the website that will launch in early October and I'm very excited about that. It won't be a huge departure, um, but it will be more, you know, I created this blog five years ago. I was a different person five years ago. So uh, it will reflect the Suzanne of today. I would should say uh, we have a wonderful trip planned from Kentucky to Nashville. We're going on the Bourbon Trail, and I've, that's an area of the country I've never been. We have a trip to Hawaii for our 35th wedding anniversary, and I do have another trip to Japan uh, with a major company there that hasn't been announced yet, which I'm real excited about. Uh, it's, uh, it, it's still, you know, it's so fun. I never know what's around the corner. Every day is a new day. I open up a new email and there's something there. And, I, you know, it's, it's very exciting. So those, those are the, the top things. But I hope people come back and visit, visit the website now and, and see where I've been and what I talk about. And then hopefully come back again when um, we do some renovation. Well, this has been awesome. Um, I really appreciate your coming on the podcast. Um, you know how I feel about you. I love you. I know. And, I love uh, you too. It's so cool to see what you're doing. So, um, you know, why don't you share with our listeners where they can find you okay. on social and your website? Okay. Uh, our website is adventuresofemptynesters.com. On Instagram, I am at Suzanne Stavert. And the same with Twitter and the same with Pinterest, and the same with LinkedIn. So that's S-U-Z-A-N-N-E-S-T-A-V-E-R-T. I hope you come visit. If you've heard this, please say something. I love to, to hear what you guys are doing too. Awesome. That's awesome. Well, thanks, Suzanne. And thanks again to everyone for joining me on Aging is Optional Radio. I hope you found value in this episode. I know I did. Um, that's really my goal 
you know, you can find the podcast on iTunes and I'd really appreciate if you could subscribe and give it a rating. I love receiving comments too. You can also find it on Google Play Store, iTunes Radio, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, CastBox, and Pippa. And I'll be adding uh, future channels as well as YouTube. Um, I'd like to hear from you. So if you want to reach out, uh, have a comment, uh, want to be a, a subject of an interview, or if you want to interview me, you can email me at mark at agingisoptionalradio.com. And if you have any questions, fire my way. So until next time, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you can find us. Give us a rating. We'd love to read your feedback. Would you like to receive the ultimate anti-aging checklist and five-minute guide to anti-aging for free? If so, go register at agingisoptionalradio.com. Until next time, thanks everybody. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.